on and off duty. The Blue Line Bow Hunters podcast starts right now. All right, everybody, back here with you at the 2022 ATA show here in Louisville, Kentucky, here with uh, Bruno. And uh, our guest right now is John Mulligan, known yes, as Johnny Utah via Instagram, living our live stream. Uh, former brother in blue, always a brother in blue. Yes, yes. Uh, Johnny, how many years do you have in law enforcement? Uh, 16. 16, 16 years. years. And then you, you left the force to become a full-time content creator. Yeah, basically... Um what had happened? What it, what had happened was what had happened was <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was doing doing the police thing, doing the narcotics thing. Um, did some stuff with FBI Safe Streets and some DEA stuff, and got into filming some hunts. And um, had never done it before because of the undercover side of things. Mm-hmm. So when I went back to the road, then I could start filming some hunts and did it for fun. And I met a guy by the name of Todd Prignitz, which was the original the original founder of wicked tree gear. Mm-hmm. And, um, he talked me into filming some hunts for the white knuckle show, which a lot of people can argue was the first video web show that was out there. Um, people were doing some VHS and DVD, but he was the first one that was kind of doing it on Facebook. And VHS, you're going way back. Yeah. <laughs> early Facebook. You're what, like 2004, 2005 or a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. they, they, he started doing some stuff like 2007, 2008 and was putting out some videos. Um, so I came on board around 2012, 2013 timeframe. And, and he had this salt, this folding handsaw concept idea mm-hmm. basically. And, and, uh, so I, I came on board and as a, as a dealer and then a part owner of wicked. And then I was started managing the white knuckle stuff. And that's when it was like, man, this, this would be cool to do this all the time. All this time, would be a lot yeah. cooler than, right. you know, being a cop. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm at that 16 year mark and I'll never forget the day. Uh, I had one of those calls that we all hate to have when it usually involves children. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it was just a horrible, horrible call. I came home that day and I sat in the driveway and I'm like, all right, let's get my head right before I come into my children, you know, see my kids. And, and I get a number from Texas and it was, um, the bucks of Tecumani. Mm-hmm. They were calling and they wanted to purchase wicked. And we ended up deciding to sell the company. And part of that agreement was I got to move to Iowa, be more hands-on with the marketing side of wicked, but I didn't have to be a cop anymore. And the money was right. You know, I didn't get to buy the yacht, but I didn't have to be a bullet sponge anymore. Right, so, yeah. um, that's when it really became a reality. So I did that, uh, for three years. That was from 16 to 19. And then at that point I decided it was time to get off the hamster wheel completely and sink or swim, you know, see if I could make this, uh, a viable make asset. it happen. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like major. Th- that's our like, like dream. All. It's like, <laughs> yeah. we're envious of you. That's yeah. like, you know, we, we were proud of being cops, obviously. Oh, That's yeah. why we Always. created Blue Line Bow Hunters. Yep. Uh, but we have a love for the outdoors. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the ultimate dream is like someone comes and writes us this blank check and they're like, hey, we don't have to put on a bulletproof vest anymore, right. you know, right. and put our lives in danger. Yeah. Um, obviously, Blue Line Bow Hunters is that's what makes us unique. Yeah. But, uh, man, good for you. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I tell people a lot of times, it's not, it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to quit being a cop and then I'm going to go do this. Um, Let's just theoretically forsaken numbers. Let's say you're a cop nine to five. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing the Johnny Utah five to two in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a lot of years that nobody really saw. Um, Then it finally, that got built up 
to sustain an income to right. support a family, you know. Um, so and I, I grown, yeah. I've grown accustomed to a certain style, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you yep. know, I need to buy a bourbon every once in a while. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So it once it grew to that point, then you know, then you take away that core job, uh, and then it was back to ramen noodles for a little while. Yep. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's just a matter of how bad do you want it, right? And and it still may not work, right? You know, you can have all the determination and all of everything can be perfect. Think about a deer hunt. Everything was perfect. Scent was right. The buck just didn't come in. Right. He hung out at 80 yards, 90 yards. So there there was that element of luck that came into it at all, and I totally realized that. But um, I think that I made a few calculated risks that Absolutely. shifted well, it into my favor. I think yeah, it just I mean, shows in your work that, you know, there's right, a lot right. of work. You've, you've done a great job with your content and how you create it. Yep, I, I appreciate was just that say a lot. That, yeah. The harder you work, the luckier you get. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, that's I a think, perfect way of looking at it. And you have a slogan. Work more hours. That's pretty much it's the it. only way you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it's a constant grind from getting off our shift work to bouncing over to doing this stuff. Yep. And it's something we love. Yeah. Obviously law enforcement, that's a different, uh, a different breed altogether. But yeah. It's good to have that avenue to, you know, to fall back on and think about this side of stuff to clear mm-hmm. your mind from that whole other side of and things. And that's what got yeah. me into archery in the first place right. was, you know, I was never a big, like, I want to go to the bars and close them down every night. But that wasn't a viable option because of the people that you might run into that you just yeah, arrested. Exactly. Um, but yeah. I can go into the woods by myself. Right. right? Nobody knew me. Um, one of my canine guys, he used to always say, the oak tree is not going to try to stab me. That pine yeah, tree is not right. going to try to sell me heroin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's and, probably like a same kind of a cash flow. You're spending the same amount of money at a bar as you're going to be on a brand new bow. 10 so, times yeah, more. Right? It's yeah. more expensive <laughs> yeah, to be exactly. a hunter nowadays. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you're, you're probably like the number one guy to talk to on even starting a new business. Mm-hmm. So how many businesses do you got, do you run personally right now? Four. Four business, wow. and what are they? So I have Johnny Utah Creative, yep. which is a freelance marketing design uh, product consultation company, yep. and it also does some video stuff. But right. like somebody may come to me with a product design and say, "What do you think? Help yep. me refine it so I can launch it." Um, I then may come in as a photographer, video creator to help them launch. Yep. Um, Bourbon Barrel calls. Bourbon my, Barrel, yep. my turkey call company. Those are a badass turkey call. Thank you very yep. much. Um, there is the Johnny Utah hunt, which yep. is just, I hate saying the word influencer yep. side of things. That's where it's you see the, Instagram and the, you yeah. see the codes right. that I get kickbacks right. from or whatever, yep. uh, the yep. links and then arrow wild TV, the actual video format side and of where things. Can, where can people find that? That is, uh, those shows are put on carbon TV and YouTube. Wow. How, how is it working with carbon TV? Do you like that it's, aspect of things? Yeah. You know, like it's one of those things when I look at the number of views, the views are way better on carbon for me than what they are on YouTube. YouTube yeah. Um, it's sometimes some of that stuff is hard to see. Right. If those views are turning into dollars or right. is it really right. bringing new eyeballs into your stuff? Um, but I, you know, you can analyze it to your blue in the face and I came up with a simple thing of one is better than zero. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Having it on carbon and on YouTube, two is better than zero. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you find any like uh, differences now since the new 2022 is rolling out with the YouTube stuff of like not having kill shots or. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's going to be a little interesting to see. Yeah. Um, I you don't have to worry about that on carbon, right? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and here's the other thing too. You don't have to worry about that on TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. Right. Uh, 
the industry has gone a lot digital, right? But it's going to be interesting to see if there's a pushback towards TV, right? If YouTube starts restricting a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Right? So, which could be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it always seems like where we're sitting in our our group, this industry, uh, it's extremely hard to get anything through on Instagram and get any type of recognition or anything yeah. because they shadow you so bad. Yeah. They just, don't push any of this content out there Dude, at all, just the other know? day, I made a comment to a buddy of mine. I went, I had like four posts in a row with an average of like 1,500 likes. Yep. And then the next post was 218. Yeah, right. And yep. I'm like, what happened? That was a bomb yeah. photo, right. you know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not at yeah. that standpoint as of yet. Like, we'll have like a 300 like yeah, post right, and right. fall back to yeah. 26 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're something like, what happened? Look at, and it's like yeah. a better photo and stuff, right. you know? Right. So like. It's crazy. But yeah. yeah, starting a business, like I said, like you yep. have your hands full with a bunch of stuff. And yep. uh, how would somebody just starting off, like create the baseline of yep. something that maybe a dream that they want to follow or so, starts with an idea? Basically. Yeah, it starts with everything starts with an idea um, and to, to solve a problem. Yeah. And even if somebody's doing it and they already have a mousetrap, just make a better mousetrap. Right. But mm-hmm. you have to solve a problem. It does, and I'm not a big thing. Some people look at the niche, like how how big your consumer base can be. That's phase two. Right. Is it, does it really solve a problem? Then you start looking, okay, how many people would it really help? And then how big can it be is like number three. Um, the Blue Line Bow Hunters podcast, partnering with Diamondback Truck Covers. Are you Diamondback ready? Prime Archery, builder of the world's most accurate bow. HuntWise, the number one hunting app. And Sawyer, we keep you outdoors. I started my first business when I was seven. Oh, wow. And I would go, so I'll age myself. Now we have Sam's Club, but back in the day it was called Pace. And it was kind of a spinoff of Walmart, you know, deal. But I could go and I could buy, like Costco, I could go get the Bomb Pops or or Blow blow Pops. Mm -hmm. Is that the one that's like chewing gum in the middle? Yep. Blow Pops, yeah. So... (laughs) I would go and buy the big bucket of those and I'd buy a 12 pack of Mountain Dews and I would sell them on the school bus. That's and because no one else would, no <laughs> one else could get them. You know what I mean? Blue pop dealer. Yeah. yeah. So I was hustling those and then I realized, man, this is only one school bus. I need to get the other <laughs> I need school to hit buses. All the school bus. So I need to have a bigger base, and then a bigger all the consumer schools. market. So yep. then I started taking two backpacks to school. And every day I was selling like 24 Mountain Dews and That's like two hilarious. buckets of blow pops. Wow. That's hilarious. And I, you know, even at seven, I was like, okay, they're a quarter a piece, but five for a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then I was taking two backpacks to school. And when I was seven, they found out that I had made $7,000 that year. Oh my God. In elementary God. school. That was my first business. And Dude, I almost that got beats kicked out of grass. school. Yeah. yeah. I almost got, ex- I almost Holy got suspended. Mackerel. Did the IRS come after you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> that is awesome. Some child labor laws or oh, something. Wow. I was like, but I'm the boss, you know? Yeah. yeah. How so many, that was my first you know one. What? How many kids do you see doing that sort of oh, shit? Oh, zero it, today. You know what I mean? None. Like, it takes ambition and yep. like. So I've always been a, a serial entrepreneur. Um, and, you know, even with the Johnny Utah creative things, I've had a few companies that have done well and I've given some ideas and worked with some other companies in this space that have turned those ideas into something even better. And, you know, I, I'll get asked the question like, where did you have? Do you have a marketing degree? No, I did undercover narcotics. Right. Yep. It's the best marketing degree you Absolutely. could ever get. Absolutely. You got to, yeah. You learn people. Right. And even on patrol, yeah. you know, you learn this guy's going to be a problem. Right. He's not going to tell me what's up. 
and that's pro- that's probably one of the bigger benefits of coming into this like side of things. This you know how industry. to read people. Yeah, you read people and you talk to people, yep. and you you can have a conversation with yep. people. And that's 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 another reason why we like coming to these things. And I hope they don't take this away from us mm-hmm. here at ATA. Um, it's just a face on face, you yeah. know, interaction with people. Yeah, and like yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and seeing them, meeting them, and you know, oh, yeah, it's the yeah. first time I'm meeting you down here, yeah. and we've talked mm-hmm. for how long on Instagram? Yeah, on the phone. I thought your real name right. was Johnny Utah. You know? Yeah, it's John Mullen. Yeah, right. <laughs> different yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. Th- these these things like this are great, and uh, yeah, but it's huge. And you know, and you in you know they have the innovations side of this show where you get to see some of the new products and right. stuff that people are launching and. You know, you can, because of a little bit of a manufacturing background with Wicked, you know, I can look at products and I look at them a little differently. You know, I'm looking at it going, all right, they're probably having that cast overseas. They're getting <laughs> right. this part imported. Ooh, with the tariffs, they're paying an extra 20%. And yep, yep. Mm, that product's never going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. the whole background. Yeah. Behind and you that, see people all the time. Yeah. They're like, oh man, this would be the greatest of ideas. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I'd sell tens of them. Yeah. Right. Maybe fifties of them, <laughs> right. you know, but I'm like. You can't do that because I need to sell thousands if I'm even going to break even. Right. Um, so it's wild. coming up with a viable business. I mean, when I sold Wicked, I was missing having my own product. Right. Um, Bourbon Barrel was kind of a Petri dish yeah. case study company for me. And you can put your seal on something like that. I, like that's, yeah. It's something I love I get the creativity behind that with your tins, like from the, the, the strikers yeah. and the mm-hmm. glass plates and the stuff you put inside of them. Yep. Made individually, handmade. Yep. Who do you all have making them? Me, I make every Just single you, one. You of make them. every single yeah. one of them. Oh no! Why? Every single call, I've made every one. But yeah, man, wow. that's every pretty... every single wax has been stamped just yep. like this. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. badass. Sometimes yeah, I use that my left is hand. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you yep. sit on it and it gets yep. numb. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I heard Gear that works. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> is this what you're talking about? The reservation side. Right. Going off the no reservations. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Titled no reservations. Yeah. Exactly. But. Yeah, no, I mean, it's having having your own personal touch on that kind of stuff. And then having a backstory. You know, I'm from Kentucky. That's the heart of bourbon. That's where bourbon started. Yep. Um, you know, if it's going to be 51% corn in an oak charred barrel, then it's bourbon in Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any of that other crap is just cheap whiskey that they put flavoring in, peach and <laughs> so it's gotta be butter and bullshit. 51%. 51% corn. Corn. In, in charred white oak. Bourbon. Charred bourbon. white oak. Yeah. So when I was on Dudley's podcast, he was like, yeah. He's like, you know how, like, if it in deer hunting, if it's brown, it's down. He's like whiskey, bourbon, they're both brown. Brown, it's down. And I'm like, mm, no, you're wrong. And he's <laughs> like, cool. Dudley's like, what? How'd that go? Yeah, yeah. not well. He wanted to argue it. <laughs> I was like, funny. I'm from there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you're the arrow genius. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna school you on bourbon for a second. That's funny. So, what yeah. do you got coming up for 2022? Man, um, we'll get into shed hunting. Yep. You know, uh, like a lot of us will do. Um, some, I got some turkeys and some pigs in, um, Kentucky, Iowa, Texas, and then, um, no grand slams this year. No, no, <laughs> I ship sailed. I'm done, man. <laughs> um, bonefish in, uh, Andros Island, Bahamas. That'd be cool. Fly yeah, fishing be there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see in no particular order. I've got Africa, um, Arizona elk. Kansas whitetail, Iowa whitetail, Kentucky whitetail, Saskatchewan Dang. mule deer. Yeah. That's like that sounds like a, a bucket list schedule. of dream hunts in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. So we'll That's see. Cool. Ambitious you, goal. That's what you do. Yeah. Plan twenty hunts. And oh, if you yeah. kill three animals, you look like a stud. Right, yeah. yeah exactly. That's, That's what we need to do because we plan two hunts and we might kill one animal or something, maybe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's all you gotta do. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
That's Plan as many might, as you can. They might be kicking us out of here pretty soon. I know. But, yeah. So you work with one of the other companies that we work for, Diamondback yep. Truck mm-hmm. Covers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a great family. And it's, yeah. it's cool that we're both associated with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, Andy, just uh, he just texted me. He's staying in my room tonight. Oh, there so you go. So I've got an extra bed in my hotel room. Yeah, and, you better sit on that like, left yeah, hand dude. some more, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Andy's yeah. a great Hold guy. On, I'm ready. Ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Right, he's a buddy. good dude, but they're they're a you know that's a phenomenal company. Like, oh yeah, like so I think it's the their office is in Harrisburg, yep. and then they manufacture in Phillipsburg. Correct. Phillipsburg. Yeah, that's um, close to me. Yep. So great, great company. Um, and so, Andy and I hit it off when we first started working together, probably four years ago now. Um, I got a I got a DM on Instagram. And I'm like, this is probably some bot or some bullshit. Right, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, hey, when, when when would be a good time to speak? And I go, now. <laughs> and I put my phone number in. And then my phone rang. <laughs> it was Andy. It was like 11 o'clock at night. No way. And I'm like, that's cool. You're my guy. Yeah. Yep, you know, yep. you called my bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yep. called your bluff. There. Yeah. That's so we, we talked that night. But yeah, they're a phenomenal company. And, yep. and you guys do a great job on your photo we content side it. with Thanks, those man. guys as well. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. Um, when I first started doing stuff for them, I was like the only hunting guy that was doing right, know, content yeah, yeah. creation like that. And um, and I'm like, damn, man, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you guys the started doing guy. stuff. And I'm like, thank God. I'm like, <laughs> I feel some of the pressures off my shoulders. You well, that's know? awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we, we could, could do that. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah catch each other on the back and uh-huh. do some certain things it's, and different it, things. It's and, awesome to showcase that a truck cover can be used as a hunting tool, though. Too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a vault. Yeah, exactly. I say yep. it's my mobile hunting. Yeah. Uh, and it's a stage for my dead deer. I, I was just going to say, you got your, yeah. the, the drone shots of the dead deer in the back yeah. of the dive sack yeah. is yeah. like by far the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's a lot of fun I love to the do. buck on the back. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's like my gun vault during the hunting season. You throw it back there, you lock, lock it up. Lock it, you're done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a guy would be easier to cut through the bed of the truck than that than yeah. to try to get through cover. the cover yeah, yeah, to get it open it yep. really is a tool as opposed just to a, a yeah. cover is what i always tell people i'm like listen is it an investment yeah absolutely sure. it's probably the most expensive cover on the market yeah. but it, it's more than just a cover yeah so. buy once cry once just yep. get it over with yeah. Just don't put it on an old beat up truck. Put it wait and put it on your yeah, new ones. Right, you have it exactly. for a while. They also hold their value pretty well yeah. if you ever want to sell mm-hmm. one. So if you do, people are like, Well, I, I get your trade trucks in every couple of years. Well, you could sell for that, that cover yeah. for almost what you pay. Yeah, for and you know, most there. dealerships will give you about a grand oh, yeah. additional mm-hmm. on yep, trade in yep. if you leave it on there. Yeah, yeah they're absolutely worth it. But just the, they're just a great company to work for. We love working for mm-hmm. them. So they're the most I mean, no offense to any of the other brands that I work with, they're probably the most laid back company yeah. i'm like hey andy sorry man it's been a couple oh, of yeah. months since i've really done any content yep, yep. i've just i've been on the road or i was in canada i didn't have my truck with me and he's like eh, you'll catch it up yeah, i know yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah they're yeah, great absolutely. super chill yeah. laid back i mean but now if he needs something he'll He'll text oh, yeah. me and say, I need right. it by the end of the day. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We absolutely. And we love trying to deliver that for him, which I know yeah. you do yeah. too. But Yeah. Well, and it works. I mean, like I said, you know, um, you know, I saw I saw about the time that, you know, you guys were, you know, on social and stuff like that. And and obviously the blue line thing is what drew me to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, some fellow cops. Like, hell yep. yeah, you know. Yep. So, no, I mean, you guys are doing great content. Um, Thank you. You know, it's, Appreciate just, that, it's, man. it's a grind. You know, yeah. you just yeah. keep grinding. Yep. You know, and, and keep you, going you know, and take well it as far as you want. Yeah, I mean, our, our schedules are haywire. Yeah. So it's hard, like, yeah. getting out with everybody and, and making that happen. But uh-huh. we do it. We try to get it done, you know, when we can. Mm-hmm. And For sure. Uh, that's just the thing, you know. Yeah. Constant battle. Absolutely. But, uh, 
Well, I think ATA show closed and we're going to get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look so around, we're literally the only here, people yeah. here, which uh-huh. I don't mind. But yeah. Johnny, it was so nice to meet you, man. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for taking likewise. the time to do this with us. Uh, we respect and love what you do, man. Yeah. Keep doing it. So you guys probably got the last of my voice today. Yeah, I, I can actually, I can, I can hear it starting to. Yep, crackle. starting to go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. you need some bourbon. <laughs> that's yeah, what you need. That's Soak it bourbon, it right? See you on Fourth Street. Yeah, yeah, right. See you there. I might not be saying much. I'll be there. Well, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for yeah, taking the time, you. and we'll, uh, we'll catch, you, yeah. catch you next time on the Blue Line Bowhunters Bo podcast. Cool. Check out the Blue Line Bowhunters on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or their website, www.bluelinebowhunters.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch your six. 